0: baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns look at the girls and make wisecracks hey guys what's up welcome to full count chaos a podcast about the worst baseball team but the good news is season's almost over Isn't that good news? I mean, a lot of people still go to the games. I think that's fantastic. I still watch them. Good job, Orioles, for blowing my summer up. So what's going to happen first? 40 wins or 100 losses? (laughs) I have a bet with a friend of mine. I I said, hey, what's going to come first? 2019 or Orioles win a game? It's crazy to think uh, there's also people out there, what's going to happen first? The, The Red Sox win 100 wins or the Orioles lose 100? You got to go with the Orioles losing 100 because they're on a roll. The Red Sox are on a roll. I think they've lost like four or five in a row. But another shitty start to the weekend for the O's. I'm actually recording the show Sunday morning. I've been moving around doing a lot of shit this weekend and this past week. I usually record Friday. So uh, this episode might be uploaded a little late. O's lost They lost their seventh straight 5-1 to one against the New York Yankees on Sunday night. In the first game, they lost 10-3. to three. They had a doubleheader. Did anyone watch it? Anybody out there see the game? Overall, the Orioles are 37-93. and 93, Yacobanis allowed six runs in three and third innings. How many pitchers have we said over the years, they have great stuff, they just don't know how to use it? It seems like we have been saying that for years. I mean, Galsman sounds like he found a nice little home over in Atlanta. Pitching eight innings shut out the other night. Not a coincidence anymore. It's getting ridiculous. Man, he's just got good stuff. Just doesn't know how to use it. I'm actually going to be going to the uh, game in a, in a couple weeks. Um, and this is something I'm going to be talking about too. Stuff Orioles are doing to get fans to the game. Now, something I'm going to be bringing up in just a little bit here. The most asinine jackass ways that baseball teams have <laughs> tried to promote that night or that game to get you. Your ass in the seat. So that's something I'm going to go over. No, September 16th. Uh, brunch. Why not? It says the Orioles invite fans to enjoy an all inclusive pre-brunch game. Uh, pre-game brunch, sorry, from 11:15 a.m. to 12:45. Centerfield roof against the White Sox. <laughs> Boy, the ratings will be out the window. Pre-game roof deck party featuring breakfast biscuits, build your own scrambled egg station, cinnamon French toast, home fries, muffins, fruit, coffee bottomless mimosa and bloody Mary's love the mimosas love them hold the orange juice oh how many times have you heard somebody anytime like I go to a brunch and they have bottomless mimosas I, you always hear that one person they always say that joke yeah I'll have a mimosa hold the orange juice <laughs> and they'll turn around and like try to high five everyone like they're the first person that has ever said that joke but I think that'd be pretty good right why not Check it out. I'm going to do the lower box with bottomless drinks at $65 in left field. I think it's like upper reserve $35, lower box without bottomless drinks, $45, upper reserve $50. So I'm definitely going to check that out. But there's a lot of asinine things over the years that baseball teams have done to try to get you to go to the game. I'm going to go over that in just a little bit. Orioles playing baseball tonight on Sunday night. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know, the Orioles have been embarrassed enough as it is. Now they got to play in front of, you know, we say millions of people. Are there really going to be millions of people tuning into this game? Baltimore and New York, that's about it. Maybe if there's fans outside those states who like those teams, they're going to tune in, but why would you want to watch? Maybe if you're a Red Sox fan as well, hoping the Yankees lose. You'd think MLB would have seen that in May, even mid-April, and been like, nope ain't going to happen. We got to move that. They do that all the time in football season. Towards the end of the season, a team that was going to play each other, Sunday night football, they're like, nah, let's move the Ravens and the Steelers there, which sometimes is not fun. You know, you think you going to a one o'clock game. If you go to a football game, it's an all day thing. You get there at like 7 a.m. to tailgate game starts at one. Usually don't go get home till six. So when you find out that they move the game to eight o'clock or eight thirty, on a Sunday night, and and uh, you're going to that game. You're not always excited about that, but you just think that the MLB would have seen that schedule and be like, "Hey, guys, what are we doing? We're, we're gonna owe money after that game airs. We're gonna be in debt." So the ESPN crew, Alex uh, Arod is going to be calling the game. As much as I'm not a fan of Alex Rodriguez, and I'm as you know over the years, a lot of people hate him. I mean, they use the word hate. I don't think I hate him. I've just disliked him. His attitude, the way he's played the game, the steroid situation. But I think he's pretty good on ESPN calling the games. I do. He just doesn't seem like a dick anymore. <laughs> you know, people can change, right? He's dating J Lo now. Jennifer Lopez. Hey man, pussy can set you straight. And if you're talking about ass doing it, J Lo would definitely be the girl to do that. And I'm sure, you know, Alex Rodriguez, he's he's on T V, he's got a smile and laugh and say corny jokes and uh, talk about G-rated stories. I get it. I understand that. But I've seen him on other channels. I've seen him doing other things. I've seen him in interviews. I don't know, man. He just, <laughs> he just seems like he's changed. And if you get a chance, the New York Post, they put out an article. It's called The Vicious War Between A-Rod and the MLB Over PEDs. It's an interesting read. It goes into detail about the PED investigation, of course, involving A-Rod and Tony Bosch, the founder of Biogenesis. There's also stories from, uh, I think his name is Eddie Dominguez. He served as a member of the Department of Investigations for Major League Baseball. And it gets into some major detail, interesting details about uh, the situations that he had to go through and how bad Manfred wanted A-Rod. It's interesting to see Alex Rodriguez 100% involved with baseball now. Because a few years ago, I would have put a lot of money saying that once A-Rod's done playing baseball, he's going to be gone. He's gonna he's gonna be on Dancing with the Stars, and that's it. He's done. Seems weird after all the crazy drama he went through, he would have been the last guy I would have thought has a job announcing baseball. And every time he bumps into Manford now, and there's pictures and videos all over the place that they hug. They hug each other, they laugh. I mean, maybe when they're hugging each other saying, fuck you in your ear, I'm gonna fucking kick your ass one day. Yeah, I'm gonna shit all down your throat. Whatever they say, they're faking it pretty well, if that's the case. But I, I enjoy listening to Alec Rodriguez. He's got some good stories, obviously. I mean, there's a lot. He needs to write a book. And, and I could be saying this, and, and people are like, he's already written three, dude. I just didn't know. I, I don't think A-Rod has written a book. I think he should. Let's hear his side of the story. <laughs> be interesting. So the Orioles shut out this past week for the 11th time this season. And that's Okay. I'm not worried about it because I don't think they're going to break the record. The record for a team being shut out in one season is held by uh, the 1908 St. Louis Cardinals. 33 times they were shut out that season. Orioles also fastest team to be eliminated from divisional playoffs since 1969. Every week we keep hearing about how the O's tied some team back in the early 1900s. Oh, The 1908 Bushwhackers were the last team before the Orioles to leave 27 men on base in one game and score no runs. It's getting a little exhausting to hear about how the Orioles are breaking all these records and the last team to do it was that far back. So I don't think they're going to break that record. I think they're okay. I I, I don't think, some people think they're going to get 50 wins. I don't. I don't think they're going to get above 40. I, I said 44 the other night talking to somebody. Seven wins is about where they're at. And the, and then they're done. Season over. <laughs> And we got to see Zach Britton come in to Baltimore. Oh, wasn't that glorious? He got his first save as a Yankee against the Orioles. Of course, of course, that's exactly how it's going to go. The guy pitched like shit. Few games he played. They even had articles in New York about, oh god, what's going on with Zach Britton? What's happening? What the hell did we pay for Did the na- did the na- naked did the Yankees blow it on this deal? And of course, he comes in, gets the save. His first save as a Yankee in Baltimore. Holy hell! <laughs> What a shit show. We keep seeing I mean, what else? What else? Only the Orioles. And I say that every time. My wife sometimes says, what? What happened now? I say, take your pick. I want to get a t-shirt made with the Orioles. And on the back it just says, only the Orioles. Only the Orioles will do that. Only an Orioles fan you would see your old closer come in and get his first save in your stadium. Friends say, oh, that's because you were shitting all over him. Wasn't shitting all over him. I just said I wasn't getting my pom-poms out when I'd see him come out and pitch for the Yankees because he's a Yankee now, but I wasn't shitting on the guy. I have no hate for the guy. I'm just not rooting for him anymore. And it hurts. It stings because the Orioles bullpen can't hold a lead for shit anymore. And then speaking of pitching, you see Hunter Harvey hurt again. He's been shut down with elbow discomfort. He's like a fucking virus. What the hell is going on with this kid? He's been in the Orioles system since 1992. (laughs) What is happening here? Orioles, where pitchers come to die. It's getting ridiculous. It was a shame because this was the season a lot of people in the Orioles organization hoped that this would be it, this season, that he'd be be starting in the majors. Tommy John surgery, 2016. And here he is again, elbow soreness. Although this year, I think, see, I think I had this now. He started just nine games a season. For Baysox pitching at least five innings just twice. He only he didn't get over five innings all year. His record was one and two with a five five seven ERA. So he wasn't exactly lighting it up. But that's because his elbow was all fucked up. And now we got Miguel Castro. I'm just going down the list here, getting on a roll about uh, Orioles pitchers. Earlier this week, we got swept by the Toronto Blue Jays. We haven't won one game this year in Toronto. But we lost six to nothing. The game that Miguel came in, and he's terrible now. He pitched like he was blinding one eye and was throwing with the wrong arm. Hey, Miguel, you're right-handed. What are you doing? "Ah, I'm trying something different. Guy's throwing with his left hand. What the hell's going on? He pitched to five batters. He came in that inning. Five batters. Three-run home run, RBI double, two walks, and threw three wild-ass pitches without even recording a freaking out. You guys suck. (laughs) beginning of the season, Fans were hoping he'd be part of the starting rotation, and I was one of them. You can kiss my ass on that option now. For Miguel, in just eight innings now, he's given up 12 earned runs, eight walks, and four home runs. And Tim Beckham, just please go away. That's all I need to say about him. Go away. But the Orioles, going to root for him till the end of the season. Probably going to go to about four more games, but I don't think I'm going to, again, the first game, September 15th, I keep saying that. Right? Is it September 15th or 16th? Let me see something here. Because I don't want to get that all messed up when I'm thinking I'm going to a September 15th. Yeah, yeah September 16th. If you're interested, if you're going, let me know. It's meet up. Have a beer. Beer and put some Old Bay around that beer can, huh? Everyone's got to have Old Bay. But again, they're going to have brunch. Bottomless drinks, mimosas, Bloody Marys. I'm not a big Bloody Mary fan. My wife loves them. Can't do it. I think the last time, I, a few years ago, I drank an entire Bloody Mary. Jesus, I had diarrhea for about a month. And I'm sorry, I know TMI, I apologize for that. just goes right through me like a NASCAR going through my intestines. It's not good. But as I'm reading this, I'm like, man, I wonder what else if the Orioles are going to scramble to do some things to get some asses in seats. Because, obviously, not too many people have uh, been coming to watch the Orioles. And again, Sunday night baseball, I'm wondering what the stadium will be like. I'm sure it's probably going to be 50-50, Yankees and Orioles fans. But is it going to be 30% filled? 60%. I get they're playing the Yankees and I get it's gonna be on ESPN. But are they gonna fill the stadium? I'm curious to see that. But here's some of the most ridiculous things teams have done to get fans at the game. One of the worst giveaways <laughs> over the years, including some minor league teams here. For example, Toledo Mudhens are a minor league team. They decided to give away school folders to kids if they show up. Take the first 2,000 kids to show up, you get a free folder. I know times are tough. Kids need school supplies. Give them folders. Hey, kid, you love baseball? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Here's a folder. Reminds me of the fuckers who would hand out pencils and raisins during Halloween. (laughs) That's exactly what it is, your little kid. You're hearing they're giving away free shit when you go to a baseball game. Oh, cool. Not only do I get to go to a baseball game, but I hear they give you some free shit, and it's pretty cool. What do you have? Well, today we have a school folder. Egg them. <laughs> Anytime I hear someone say, yeah, my house gets egged every year, I say it's because you're either handing out pennies, raisins, or pencils, or those notepads. If you're not handing out candy, I hate to say it, but your house deserves to get egged. Every Halloween, I sit outside, we have a huge bag of candy that we give out to kids because I want to make sure my car and my house is not covered with anything. Because you're underestimating kids knowing what they're dealing with. They know who you are. They know which house you're at, what you're giving away. If you're not giving out any candy, just shut your door, turn the light out. Don't give them that bag of raisins bullshit. So that year, a uh, kid's a little disappointed. You could see a baseball game, but here you go. A school folder. Uh, here's my favorite one, I think. 1976, Cleveland Indians. I'm sure you heard about this. There's been documentaries about this. Ten-cent beer night. Boy, was that a mistake. Fans could buy six at a time, and it didn't take long before things got ugly. There's fights, people running on the field, starting fights with the team. Such a complete shit show. Go on YouTube. Check out the videos. <laughs> There's footage of fans running out on the field. Go to Google. Uh, type in ten cent Indian beer night. Or ten cent beer night, what whatever. I'm telling you how to Google. If they did that these days, same thing would happen. Think about that. Ten cent beer night. No matter where that that place would be filled, and I would go not to watch the game. I would go just to check shit out to see what the hell was going to go down. Tell you what, I'm talking about how uh, guys, it's a douchebag thing to take your shirt off at a baseball game, but ten cent beer night, you might be seeing the ladies do it as well. Might get a little crazy. <laughs> Think about those fights. e 10-cent beer night. Well, that's what happened. The LA Dodgers in 2014, they really thought outside the box here. Tote bags. Yeah, tote bags are when you go grocery shopping. And my wife and I, we love these things. So, actually, if I heard they were giving away tote bags, we might be in line for that game. But when you go grocery shopping, you see people have their bags with their handles. And it's great. I'll tell you why. Tell you why tote bags are outstanding grocery shopping. Everybody grocery shops. So this should be useful for anybody out there. If you go grocery shopping and you're doing like a couple weeks of groceries, you're you're hauling in like 20 bags of groceries in the house, and it's a pain in the fucking ass to empty out those bags, right? Tote bags. Bring about five with you. Probably for every 20 bags, you only need five tote bags. It's fantastic. Put the five in the cart, they fit in the back seat. Off you go, you go home, easy peasy. Walmart shoppers would kill for those things. <laughs> those ladies on their little scooters with their basket filled, with their tote bags. You fuck with their tote bags, you're getting stabbed right in the neck. So that's interesting, tote bags. And I've worked in promotions. I, um, a radio station, WRNR. I worked there, and basically, you know, you may think that people are sitting around a table, uh, trying to do research. Statistics, showing what causes more people to show up. Nope, you just kind of throw ideas out there. And I'm sure when you hear about giving away tote bags and school folders, that was about it. (laughs) What's our budget? Well, we have about $111 this week. No, the rest of the year. (laughs) Tote bags it is. Chicago Cubs 2013, they gave away toiletry bags. Thanks, no thanks. Yeah, they just filled it up with like uh, mouthwash, toothpaste, Nail clippers. <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals free haircuts. And I was actually excited to hear about this because that is not a bad deal. Haircuts are expensive these days. They go for like 25 30 bucks. I know my wife spends like $300. It's like, all right, honey, do you want to pay the mortgage or get your hair done? Two hours later, she comes home. She got her hair done. All right. You call the bank. I just had a terrible haircut the other day. So this would actually, I don't know if I... <laughs> Free haircuts scare me because the one that I actually paid for was pretty bad. Walked out of the haircuttery. I looked like I had a toupee on. Looked like I lost a bet. I'm walking back to my car. I could just feel people drive by me. I could hear them in their cars being like, damn, that poor motherfucker. Because my original barber wasn't there. And if you're like me, you get super nervous if someone's cutting your hair that you're not familiar with. I know I may I sound like a, a a whiny little girl talking about my hair and who's going to cut it, but it ain't good when you use somebody else who's not familiar with it and they butcher it. They tear it up. <laughs> Mariners 2011. They gave away dirt. Yep, dirt. I was reading wondering why apparently the Mariners were doing their green trend they've been building in the uh, years prior. They gave away bags of compost, just a another way to say dirt. To the first five thousand fans, how many people you think bought tickets so they could get a bag of dirt, honey? Cancel the plans for the Joneses next week. I've been meaning to go buy dirt and see a ball game. And hot damn, honey, we can do both now. In and out dirt compost. It's, it's basically uh, just I don't know what I don't know what they put in the dirt to make plants grow. I guess maybe a little faster, a little bigger. I, I don't know. And I'm sure I'm going to get an email from somebody. Well, compost and dirt are completely different. Here's why. I don't care. It's still dirt. I don't care how you explain it to me. That's insulting. Thanks for coming. Thanks for spending lots of money. Here's a bag of dirt. I'd rather get a school folder. No, I'm good. uh, But I heard somebody's handing out school folders. Is that you? Because I'll take one instead of this bag of dirt. All right, what do we got? Hudson Valley Renegades, another minor league team. In 2007, the the Renegades gave away toilet seat cushions to the first 3,000 fans. All right. Sounds like something O should do for playing like shit the last two seasons. Oh. <laughs> now, if the seat cushions actually had the Orioles logo on it... I, I probably, I would go. That'd be kind of cool, right? I'm sure you could get that on Amazon. I didn't even think of that, actually. Because we have a bathroom, my wife and I, in the basement. It's decked out in black and orange. It's basically a a lot of Orioles stuff. It's an Orioles bathroom. But it fits perfectly this year for the theme. Playing like shit. But I I don't know. I'd take it. I'd try to hurry up and get there. Although, 3,000 fans. Do do the Hudson Valley Renegades get more than 3,000 fans per game? All right, sitting in the minor league system, the Beach Devil Rays, in July 2008, they hosted an anti-doping night at the ballpark, giving away urine sample cups at the gates to the first 200 fans in attendance. I saw this. I didn't believe it, and I looked it up, and it is true. Someone is in charge at the promotions team, said, yep, that sounds great. Mike, go ahead and put that order in for 200 pee cups How in the hell? Now, you know... Do you piss in the cup and then you give it to the Devil raves and they send it away and find out what's in your system? That'd be a messed up trick if you're trying to get your figure out whether your son's on drugs. <laughs> hey, son, I'm going to take you to baseball games, a minor league game. It'll be fun. Cool, dad. I think that sounds great. All right, here we are. Pee in the cup, son. Wait a minute, what? Pee in the cup. I don't know if it's like a little strip on the cup. You pee in it and, and it <laughs> tells you what's in your system. I don't know. But what an absolute jackass thing to give away. Peacups. Yeah, that sounds great, guys. The first 200. I thought that said 2,000 at first. No, it's the first 200 fans in attendance. That's when you just walk by and politely say, no, thank you, I'm good. All right, just a couple more here. In 2007, the Louisville Bats, uh, this is another minor league team, they had a contest to determine who had the hairiest back in Louisville with the winner receiving a back hair removal procedure. Oh, that shit hurts. And again, I've I've said on this podcast, my man card has gotten take, taken away years ago. And if I had it right now, probably somebody would be knocking on my door saying, please put your man card in this envelope. It is suspended because I know how bad that hurts. And the reason why my man card would get taken away, I actually had that done on my chest not too long ago. I'd rather have someone cut off my thumb than go through that shit again. That hurt. And if you're wondering why, it's because I went to Marco Island down in Florida a few months ago, and I've been working out, getting the body back, (laughs) and I don't know. My wife was like, you know what look hot? And look, I know a lot of guys out there who are married, and they're like, well, I'm married now. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what my wife thinks about me, so I'm going to eat like shit and gain 50 pounds and just sweat and look like you're out of breath. They don't work out. They grow that awful looking mustache. I actually care. At least I say I still care. I mean, maybe I'll wake up one day and be like, I don't give a shit. But she's like, you know what, look hot? Huh? You know, you're working out again. You're looking good. Wax your chest. At first I said, I laughed. But then I did it. <laughs> it was like, okay. And it hurt like shit. And, the, and I didn't realize you're supposed to trim your chest up before you go so the hairs aren't that long. I didn't know that. Nobody prepped me. My wife should have prepped me, but maybe she knew. She'd be like, you know what? A little pain on this guy wouldn't hurt. All oh, the pain he's put me through. Mental pain. So I didn't trim it up. These are long hairs. And this woman who was probably about 90 pounds, she was like 60 years old with the Botox. She was trying her hardest to look like 30 or 40, but it did not go over well. She painted on her eyebrows and she comes walking out. I said, come on. Well, she wasn't strong enough. To, usually it's supposed to be when whoop, hair's gone. Yeah, it's going to hurt. But she wasn't strong enough to to get the pad to, to rip off the hairs in the first time. So it keeps slipping through her hands as she's going. You want to talk about pain. And I'm trying to act like a tough guy. But my eyes were watering. <laughs> my eyes were fucking watering. It was brutal. I couldn't get out of there any faster. <laughs> but I looked good. I did. I was strutting around the beach looking hot. Not a hair on my chest. Uh, Fort Myers Miracle. This is another minor league team. I didn't realize how many minor league teams were on here. Now, this is one of the most bizarre ones out of all of them. Uh, they held a Mike Tyson ear night on June 28, 2007, because I think it was 1997, June twenty eighth, when Mike Tyson bit off half the ear of Holyfield. Come on. If you've existed on this earth, I was going to say before 97, not even after 97, you know about Mike Tyson biting Holyfield's ear. And it says the first 1,000 fans in attendance received a fake ear. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. Another one with a promotion team. It was like everybody was sick that day. It was just like two guys, they were interns. Hey, you know, it'd be funny. We don't get paid, so it's not like we can get fired. We should do ear night. Somehow it got slipped through the cracks. There you go, giving away fake ears. I always like the bobbleheads. I have a few of them. I have friends that uh, collect bobbleheads, and they have hundreds. My father-in-law gave me a bunch of raven bobbleheads years ago. My wife and I moved into our first house, and they were all ravens from, like, 97 to 2000. (laughs) I I don't have them anymore. But I do like the bobbleheads, and I did see something that was kind of interesting here. It tells in 2018... The teams that have given away, I think it says the most free shit. Wait a minute, these are bobbleheads. So in 2018, the team so far that has given away the most bobbleheads is the Rangers. They've given away 12 so far. The Orioles, where are they on the list? They are, damn, number 26. They've only given two bobbleheads away. Who's in the top five? Dodgers, Braves, Padres, Cardinals. So the Rangers and Dodgers both have given away 12 bobbleheads this year. Uh, What else we got? My God, this is how bad the Orioles season is. I'm talking about bobbleheads. I say that every week. Oh, my God, the Orioles are so bad. Look what I'm talking about. It's fun. Uh, Oh, excuse me. The most giveaways in Major League this season so far in 2018, the Cardinals. Cardinals, 49 giveaways. Dodgers are right behind them with 42. Then the Cubs at 41. Mets at 39. And the Orioles... Where are they? They are the 16th. They're smack dab in the middle. They've given 26 things away. They're going to need to start giving away a lot more shit in the next couple weeks, especially being how bad they are. But I'm impressed with the fans that are showing up now more than I thought. I mean, I'm only talking a few thousand, but that's a few thousand more than I thought we're going to show up. I mean, some of these games, Monday night, 10 o'clock, it's raining. They're in the upper deck. They're watching their O's. They love their O's. So hopefully the Orioles start to give away... Say giveaway tickets. <laughs> fuck, fuck charging them. Here, yeah, if you show first ten thousand, you get in for free. Oh boy, another Baltimore riot. Uh, too soon. So, Macrimnitzer is going to be on the show in a couple weeks. He's a writer for the Athletic. Going to be chatting with him, obviously towards the end, asking him some just off the wall questions. Try to learn a little bit more about him. I'm sure you follow him on Twitter and read his articles and blogs. Very interesting, his uh his look on the Orioles of this season. So we'll be getting into that. If you reach me anytime, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. I will get back to you. I'll make it part of the show. Let's get talking. Let's try to figure out what's gonna happen with the Orioles here in the next, I'd say, two, three, four years. <laughs> Should be lots of fun. Anyway, till next time. See ya.